Do you follow external messages to live your life? A great difference between living and just passing by stands in the fact of the power of your choices, the level of insight that you have to pick up your own messages and intuition to reassess and follow what your heart and inner wisdom is telling you to do. Access to your quantum life in episode 86 with Rachel Clisold. Welcome everyone to our episode 86 of our podcast Cultivating a New Generation. In today's podcast I have an honor guest Rachel Clisold and Uh, with her, I'm going to talk about the quantum access to your quantum life. That's the topic, that's the title of our episode. And Rachel is asking people, are you a leader creating powerful impact on the outside? You look successful, yet on the inside, you are in turmoil, feeling unfulfilled and insecure. That's what happens sometimes. No matter how much impact you are creating, It's not fulfilling. Why? Because you don't feel amazing. Let's change that. You know, the time is now to make a change and start to feel amazing about yourself and life again. It is really that simple. We converse as we are talking. I tune in to uncover what's holding you back. Things you didn't even realize are inadvertently holding you back in life, in relationships, and in business. Rachel's helps to uncover your layers and thrive into a quantum life. So thank you, Rachel, for being here. It's really a pleasure to have this amazing conversation. <laughs> no worries. Thank you for having me in that beautiful introduction. <laughs> thank you. No so worries. let's begin with the first question that is, how did you arrive into this amazing quantum life? Oh, traveling the world. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I really learned to first and foremost, trust myself. Um, and through that trust, I was able to surrender, um, because a lot of the experiences that I had when I was traveling, People would look at it and think, you know, from the outside, it looks reckless, which, you know, I was hitchhiking around Hawaii and Ibiza and, you know, that can be reckless if you're not listening to if this person is safe or not to get in the car with, you know. And, um, yeah, because I trust myself, I can trust other people because I have that discernment. If I don't trust you, there's a reason for it. So if I self-abandon and ignore that, then it blows up in my face. And I've had things blow up in my face over the years to know when something's in alignment or not, you know? Nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's how I kind of <laughs> came to my own quantum life through trial and error of um, not even making mistakes of just, like not listening to that intuition, not listening to that knowing of like something doesn't feel right, you know? And I think, you know, I was quite blessed when I traveled because I did listen to that and I didn't get into any dangerous 
situations, you know, because I trusted myself. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so you are the kind of woman that really listens to that inner voice that mm -hmm. usually speaks to us, but mm -hmm. we are too tight, too closed, and mm -hmm. too programmed to follow mm -hmm. what other people say or what other people approve mm -hmm. and not what we want to do, no? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, or we're too busy and distracted and like um, numbed off, really. Like um, for me, the last couple of years, I've been really honing in on my health and you know quit smoking and vaping and drinking and like went to the gym like consistently over the last couple of years and just really honing in on my health and through like releasing all of those things that weren't really serving me I'm actually able to sense like um things at a deeper level now you know so it's like all the all these distractions take us away from the ultimate truth which is in our body which you know is is a guidance system to um to like joy and the quantum life right <laughs> yes yes the the vibrations that we feel and mm. just as you mentioned before uh, this kind of feeling that mm -hmm. some people can just exude with their way of being mm -hmm. sometimes that's what we uh, are not attuned to and and that's when we make mistakes can be people can be uh, jobs can be um, any kind of uh, conflict that we mm -hmm. pull ourselves in and mm -hmm. just because we didn't listen to those kind of vibrations no that that mm. many people are giving us but we mm -hmm. don't seem to pay attention because mm. we are distracted because we are in the busy life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or we pick it up and we kind of like gaslight ourselves and be like, oh, no, no, I'm just overreacting or like give them like you give them the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. Bites you on the ass. <laughs> It's just like, oh, should have listened to that initial like, it's not quite right feeling um and even i think i'm pretty sure it's richard branson he can tell from somebody's handshake if he's going to do business with them or not mm. yeah so it's paying attention to like everything you know the subtle things that you pick up that you kind of breathe over or don't pay attention to um yeah it's all there but it's like are you listening right Yes. And if you're listening, what are you doing about it? Are you fobbing it off and going, oh, no, just like I said before, give them the benefit of the doubt? Or do you listen to that? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's Those are the red flags that we usually try to, as you, as you mentioned, just not paying attention, giving the doubt, giving the benefit and Like that, you can pass 10 years or more or a lifetime mm -hmm. just not paying attention to many of the signals, many of the things. And yeah. suddenly you, you can arrive to your life and watch uh, back and say, oh, mm -hmm. I have wasted a lot of time. 
So yeah. now it's time to to really enjoy and do the things that mm -hmm. I was supposed to do, that I mm -hmm. really wanted to do, but I probably um, didn't pay too much uh, attention to my own inner self. Mm -hmm. So my question now is how did you realize that you have to center yourself into <laughs> having that attunement, having that uh, curiosity with yourself? Uh, probably the, the travel, um, because I knew, I started traveling in 2010 around the world, and I knew I didn't know. I knew I was so conditioned and living in this box that, was so constrictive and didn't feel good and I knew I knew in my heart in my soul there was more to life than the confines of like conditioning and like judgment and like materialism and all that, that stuff you know <laughs> I was just like I want more than this it was like consuming you know and I just I had this deep you know knowing that travel would be the thing that would wake me up to that so it was really like a culmination of 10 years of travel and then um just meeting amazing humans along the road and like opening my eyes up that there's a whole nother world out there there's all these cuisines and language and cultures and like beauty of the world like you know like architecture and um like the land the energy of the land it's just like intoxicating you know and um just yeah it's like being on the road um around the world just yeah showed me a whole nother way of being you know and then just things started to activate within myself because I was always very intuitive as a child but it was too I knew a lot of things and it was just too overwhelming so I shut it down <laughs> and then through the the traveling it started to you know just traveling the world as a woman alone I had to rely on my senses to keep me safe right um so just yeah through the travel it it started to activate parts of myself that I shut down um and through that that's where I started to center and ground and come back into myself and you know I continue to grow I continue to evolve and I continue to lean into that so it's just like you know it's a constant evolution right yeah. um it's a constant becoming <laughs> I I love the way you just express every single interaction that you had because it seems like you are traveling again in your mind <laughs> to many of those oh. places to many of those people and 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 it feels that passion that you trust transmit mm. to the people to me of course that yeah. that you are a very affectionate person towards mm. towards many other people And that interaction in terms of the science, because I always like to go a little bit into the scientific background, because that's mm -hmm. most what people sometimes are curious, but don't understand. 
And I like just to clarify those things. These yeah. kind of connections that you are explaining with that, that passion is, is the oxytocin that we liberate, that we release. Mm. That that mm -hmm. hormone is so important for us and, and we could mm -hmm. appreciate that those two years that we had with these strange uh, contradictory mm -hmm. measures that we had and isolating ourselves from from the people from humans was the most damaging effect for everyone so oh, yeah. i understand completely that mm -hmm. having that interaction with cultures with people with languages mm -hmm. with new completely new landscapes <laughs> Mm, it's mm -hmm. just turning on many many things inside of you that that are telling you this is who you are and this is yeah. how you act you don't need a book you don't need rules you don't need mm -hmm. those kind of restrictions and mm -hmm. you are just free and that's what we are here to experience that freedom that capacity of relating to each other and helping each other you know? mm -hmm. and like As you're sharing that, it's really interesting because, like, you know, a, not a lot, a few of the places I went to, there's the language barrier. I don't, you know, going to Italy, I know, like, you know, <laughs> a couple of words, but not enough to, you know, hold down a conversation. Mm -hmm. So it, it almost, like, creates even more of a connection and you figure out how to communicate without communicating, you know. <laughs> it's just that it's, like, hilarious because you just get lost in translation you're like I don't know what you're saying <laughs> yeah I, you somehow figure it out together you know yeah exactly oh. I, I totally understand because I had a, a trip almost I guess 15 years ago to Korea to Seoul mm -hmm. and I didn't speak the language, of course. I didn't speak Korean. It was a job trip, but mm -hmm. it was a vacation for me <laughs> because sure, yeah. I really interacted a lot with people. Many of them in the street didn't speak English. So I had mm -hmm. to just have something written to the place where I wanted to go or mm -hmm. just make signs of eating or something like that and it was very funny because people were were very kind in trying to understand you in trying to to see your expression your your um corporal language you know sure. and how you you are suffering sometimes to express what you want so they open more and and they pick up the signals and mm. it's like they are guessing what you want <laughs> yeah it's so cool right to like see and it's almost like a <clears throat> surrender it's just like trusting that what you need will show up like <clears throat> when I originally started traveling I didn't have a phone I had I didn't have an iPhone so I remember I was in in, in Greece and um you know Everything's written in Greek. I don't understand Greek. It's all gobbledygook to me. <laughs> and I have to get to my hotel and the trains were down. So I get on the bus and I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> and ended up like speaking to this local man who was getting off at the same stop as my hotel. And he walked me to my hotel. Mm. Like, 
you know, whereas nowadays everybody's like, no one interacts. Everyone's looking at their iPhone. They're like, yeah. all right, type in the address for the hotel. I'm going to follow this and that, you know. Whereas back in the day, I didn't know where I was going. I'd ask for directions. Yeah. And it was just like, ah, oh, you got that human connection, right? Yeah, that 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 for me is more a quantum life than mm -hmm. the one that we have now. Now we have a completely artificial life that is just made up of um, interactions with the devices, not with the people. No, mm -hmm. you have so much interaction with with those kind of digital things that mm -hmm. you sometimes forget how to speak to people, and you are even afraid mm -hmm. of uh, in having a talk with someone. And some and many people is so uh, protected of what are you going to do or what are you going to say or things. Yeah, like what do you want from me? What you say <laughs> hello, and they're like. What do you want? <laughs> yes, it's so, so funny. And more now that they just they took off this kind of the masks, the face masks. Mm -hmm. So now mm -hmm. that you can see people and the smiles, I am really just so happy that we just left that behind because I really missed uh, seeing people faces and seeing people expressions because with mm. those kind of things, you didn't even know who they are. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the connection, right? It's yeah. The humanity, the smile, the face. The... Yeah, and you completely make up another face. It was very mm -hmm. funny because mm -hmm. once, sometimes when I had more interaction with certain kind of people in the gym or something that they had this face mask, and when I saw them without the mask, I completely had another face in my, in my brain. I mm. had another picture of their face. And once yeah. they took out the face mask, I said, oh, my God, I didn't know you look like that. So wow. that's, yeah. that's really sad because they played with our brain. They played with those hormones and those connections. Mm. And that's why many people are having right now a lot of issues in terms of the mental health. Because mm. they were mm -hmm. deprived so much from that kind of connection that we need that is yeah. part of us, that is part of our biology of the evolution, yeah. that we now are learning, starting to learn how to walk again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so what can you tell me about uh, a story in your, in your travel, in your multiple travel places? <laughs> that really give you a very meaningful um, experience in terms of growing and in terms of knowing yourself? Mm. Oh, probably uh, it's really interesting. I was literally just sharing this. I had a client call just now and I literally just shared it with her. Um, <clears throat> I was in Hawaii and uh, oh, even prior to that, I remember riding on a post-it note book ticket to Hawaii and this thing literally pops up on my screen, half price ticket to Hawaii. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to book that right away. Um, and I was just fully held in this trip. Like I'd met somebody uh, in Australia. He's like, you can have my apartment for 10 days. So 
got given this apartment for 10 days in Waikiki. Um, and I was so distressed because I went to Hawaii for Hawaii, not shops that are open till 1am and like the tourist trap of, you know, Waikiki. And I was so distressed and I met this beautiful woman and she's like, just go to another, another island. And I'm like, which one? And she's like, just pack your bag, go to the airport, book a ticket, jump on a plane and go. I'm like, all right. And my body was like fully shaking, like so shaking. <laughs> and um, all I had was like a carry-on. That's all I took to Hawaii. And um, I booked the ticket and ended up going to Kauai. I'm like fully shaking on the plane. And I get off and I'd managed to book this hostel. And um, I missed the bus. And I was like so distressed that I almost booked a ticket to go back to Waikiki. And um, ended up meeting this dude uh, and hitchhiked him with him and his family to the hostel. <laughs> and uh, I got to the hostel and that's when I was still drinking at the time and I was like shaking and I went and bought a beer to calm my nerves. And it like took me a while to like calm. And then I slept that night and I woke up that morning. And I'm like, uh, can I swear on here? Yeah, of course. Oh, no, no swearing. Yeah. I woke up in the morning, I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I packed my bags and I checked out of the hostel. And I'm just like, <sighs> I just went into full surrender. And I had money. I could say places that that wasn't the point. The point was like, I want to surrender to the universe and see what happens. Mm. And it was magical. Mm. Magical. I didn't have any fear in me whatsoever. I was just like, just show me. And then um, the dad that I hitchhiked with, he ended up coming to pick me up and I organized this helicopter ride for like a hundred bucks each, which normally, you know, in the tourist trap, you're paying a couple hundred dollars each. We got in with this helicopter dude and no one else was in the air because he planned it so that we could go, like, go in when no other helicopters are around. We end up flying to this area like where no one else goes into and had the most magical helicopter flights. Ended up staying the night at the helicopter pilot's place um, with him and his girlfriend. End up meeting these amazing humans through him and it was like, I mean, oh, it's this, just this dance of like, you know, I'd meet this other person and I'd leave, leave their, you know, that place and they'd welcome me into their home and just like this melodic dance. And I was like hitchhiking around the island and it was just this powerful experience. I remember I did the Nepali Coast Walk, which is um, a hike, you know, um, 2K, sorry, 2 mile or 11K hike that you can do. And I remember getting to this hike and just feeling this like rush of energy through my body and like mm. this island, these islands are so powerful and just like because it's volcanic and you're surrounded by this body of water. So like the energy there is so pure that it reflects where you are a lot like Bali in the sense of like if you're in love, if you're in surrender, if you're in trust, you're just held and loved like my experience. <laughs> but if you're moving in a space of heaviness and fear, like you get bitch slapped <laughs> with an experience, which happened to me a couple of times in Bali. 
Um, so it's just like, yeah, like Hawaii just cracked me open to surrender of the feminine, really, and the surrender of trust that we are so held yeah. and supported by the universe. But if we're in the way, if we're like, I could do this myself, we block all the beauty, you know. Um, so does that answer the question? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Actually, uh, it makes me travel to, to also uh, an experience that I had when where I also travel alone. I mm. was not very used to traveling alone here inside of Mexico. I was traveling alone outside of Mexico. And for me, it was easy to do that because people sometimes outside open more than in your own country. So mm. I was a little bit afraid of traveling mm -hmm. inside here. And that was, my, that was my first trip. I was alone also. And in the hotel that I stayed, it was near, not in the place of the uh, expensive hotels near the beach. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit farther. But the towels look like a, like a, one of the hotels that was in the expensive uh, zone. So I said, well, mm -hmm. I'm going to stay here. And if someone tells me to get out, I just get out. That's it, because the towels mm -hmm. are the same. So. It, it can pass like that <laughs> and I just sure. stayed in one of the of the chairs of the beach chairs that are there and I had my wallet it had everything that identified me and my money and my cards and everything and anyone could look for for my things so I said mm -hmm. nothing is going to happen I'm going to put it mm. below the towel And I'm just going to go and swim because I love swimming. And I went to swim in the sea. I was there and I had, I don't know, I, I stayed like 30, 40 minutes or one hour. And then I, I start feeling the itching um, in my skin because the this bad water uh, pinched me in, in my skin. It it is something like this. Um, I I don't know how to to say it in in English, but I just slip my word. But I had an experience in in the sea, and and it bring me those itching skin. So mm -hmm. I went out and went to the hotel, and one of the waitress there uh, offered me a remedy of vinegar and, and mustard mm. and, and he put it in my skin and, and I just felt really good. I didn't know anyone in the hotel. I didn't know these mm. guys. And I saw that they were playing volleyball in the pool. So I said, well, let's play volleyball now. So I just mm -hmm. went in the pool of the hotel and I just start playing as, as if I was, as if I were a guest Sure. And the whole day just flow like that, as you as yeah. you mentioned, just dancing and just experiencing yeah. very very simple things, mm -hmm. but where you are not afraid, when mm -hmm. where you are not uh, in protection, when you are not mm -hmm. knowing no one 
sometimes it's the better thing that can happen because mm -hmm. it's making contact with other human beings and mm. start uh, an interaction or a friendship that can mm -hmm. last very well, no? Exactly. And I think, yeah, the word open really jumped out to me when you when you shared that. It's like, if you're not open to it, none of that happens. Yeah. You know, because people kind of can, you know, even if they're not conscious of it, people will read your energy about, oh, you know, let's not go there. It's like your doors are closed to the world and the, you know, all people see is a closed door. Yeah. Yes. Um, totally. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's so much fun, isn't it? When you live, like, living in that space, it's just, it feels like life, and this is where the quantum life comes in, right? It just, life opens up possibilities Yeah. that you wouldn't even, like, that's why I don't like to plan my trips when I go away because for, for me, it closes the door on what the universe wants to provide for you. Yes, yes, yes. Very, many times it's, it's much better to just go and discover what is going mm -hmm. to come and that's it. <laughs> so how, how do you advise people in terms of these contractions, this kind of uh, feeling safety and mm -hmm. feeling secure, because nowadays uh, a lot of people just close and they they are not open to that spontaneous experiences. So, sure. how do you help people to pass through those doors? Sure. Oh, well, it's um. So, first of all, if there's any kind of unresolved trauma um, or, like, you know, like pain or disease that's stored in the body, like, that's what blocks that as well. Um, so, first and foremost, we address the things that are holding them back from seeing that, you know, because there's this safety mechanism within them that's, like, you know, an old um, kind of conditioning that in the past worked, but right now they don't need it anymore. It's like an outdated kind of um, program, you know. So we need to update the program by resetting the nervous system, clearing and cleansing the body so that they can rebuild on a solid foundation um, and then they can begin to trust themselves because they're they're on a solid ground versus on, like, quicksand, you know. It's just like it's... You can't build on sand, right? Um, no. Or you can, but it won't last long, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just like building that solid foundation within. <laughs> um, and um, from that space, then they're actually able to rebuild the structures. And, um, you know, because if I did what I did, not having that that solid foundation um, of trust in myself, who knows what could have gotten wrong, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, yeah, really doing the inner work and then you're actually able to open up, right? 
because mm. you got that solid trust in the self so then you can trust what shows up like you trusted yourself to leave your wallet there right yeah i have to <laughs> to the out yeah like to the outside world that's reckless because anyone could come along and steal that but in mm. your inner world you knew it would be okay so it was okay right gotcha. um so yeah when we I know I've said it a few times, but when we create that solid foundation, then the doors of opportunity open up. You know, you, you can begin to feel again. You can begin to soften in your body and read people's energies and go, ooh, that person doesn't feel safe. I'm not going to go anywhere near them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, like, for me personally, I learned on the road – I learned to read the energies because I, I had to, because it was my safety on the line. Right. Um, and I kind of stand out. I'm a tall, blonde, blue eyed woman. <laughs> like, you know, I don't blend into a crowd. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, you know, again, it's that trial and error. It's like, does this feel good? If it doesn't, it's like having the courage to say no. Yeah. And, and equally the courage to say yes, saying yes to life and no to what doesn't feel good. And I think that's where people get lost. They appease people, you know. We say yes when we mean no. Mm. And it's really that simple. It's saying an aligned yes and aligned no. Yeah, that that's really, really powerful. Saying mm -hmm. yes when you, when you really want to and saying no. When you are just feeling those sensations and you don't yeah. need ex to explain anything, it's just mm -hmm. no, and that's it, or mm -hmm. I don't want to, or I don't feel like, or yeah. those kind of things, and paying more mm -hmm. attention to your to your gut feelings, no? Which exactly. Are, which are real, which are mm -hmm. also science mm -hmm. now explains those things because mm -hmm. I think that this kind of quantum life is much more advanced than science has been in ever. We we are not near close to understand what is happening in those kind of experiences, but now we have a more um, roof or primitive map of what is mm -hmm. happening and what kind of substances are releasing inside of us. And those mm -hmm. butterflies, those uh, hands when you are sweating your hands, those things, those expressions of your body are the signals that the body is telling you this is not a safe place or this is not a safe mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. or is telling you this is exciting. This is mm -hmm. something that you should do. And there is not going to be another chance. So you better yeah. take it now or who knows if it's going to repeat. <laughs> or it could be hot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty as well. Like people, um, you know, opportunities present themselves. It's like, do you want to say yes to it or not? Like, you know, do you want a piece of cake? Yes or no? And it's like, there's always going to be cake. There's always, you know, potential of another piece of cake. But it's just like, do you want that piece of cake? You know? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just like you say. It's like listening to the cues of the body. How how do you sense your body? How What are the 
the things that are more um, common for you in terms of safety, in terms of taking care of you, and in terms mm -hmm. of this is something that I have to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sure. Um, in terms of safety, it's really interesting since like, Uh, releasing all, you know, the drinking and everything, it's like I'm able to sense things at the more subtle thing. Like it's almost like a grain of salt that I can feel, you know, and it, and it kind of feels like it's here. And I'm like, oh, something's just not quite feeling right, you know. Um, whereas in the past I'd be like, boom, something's not quite right because I didn't pay attention to that. And, you know, over the last couple of years, there's been a battle of like, oh, give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, but it doesn't feel right. And it's just like, no, it doesn't quite feel right. No, thank you. You know? Yeah. Um. So that kind of ties into the safety thing of like, you know, generally these days it comes in a very subtle, subtle form. Whereas before it would be like, oh, just like this, um, kind of oh, like heavy cloud I'm like oh that's not good you know um but because I'm paying more attention now but because I'm clearer now I can sense it when it's that little you know hmm. um and what was the last part in terms of taking care of myself and in terms of being excited to do something Oh, that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> because it's just this knowing. It's just like my body just knows and it and it's like it's done, you know. Like, for example, I was in Bali a few years ago and my friend and I wanted to go to this festival thing and the ticket was like $150 and I had a guest list to get in. and But I had this knowing that it would be okay. And we jump on the scooter, we ride there, we jump off the scooter and we start walking towards the entrance. <laughs> and I kid you not, I think there's like four or five people <laughs> walking towards us. <laughs> and they're like, we just left the, the concert or the festival. Do you want our tickets? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and my friend, he's like, what the <laughs> how did you know I'm like I just knew it would be okay <laughs> so it's just like this intrinsic like the gut feeling the intrinsic knowing of whatever it is and just showing up for it you know like we could have gone into fear mode and gone like oh I really don't want to pay $150 we're just not gonna go you know <laughs> but I had this knowing that I'd either talk my way in or whatever, like, <laughs> um, but we showed up and the universe gave us, you know, the how of, of, of how it was going to work out. So yeah. yeah, it's really cool. It's so cool. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, it's really, really amazing that whenever you share those experiences, I also traveled back to, to mine experiences of how when you sometimes you don't want to do those things because you are being uh, driven by the voices of other people judging you, judging you or saying things like, how are you going to go if you don't know anyone, 
No? Mm -hmm. How are you going to do that if you are not like that? If you mm -hmm. are not like that and you are you are not a I don't know, let's say a good dancer. How are you going to go dancing if you are not really a good dancer? So mm -hmm. if you listen to those voices, if you don't, mm -hmm. if you start paying attention to that, then the fear becomes higher inside of mm -hmm. you and your trust goes just down mm -hmm. and you don't do anything and that's it the opportunity mm -hmm. just passed you by whether and if you listen if you listen to you and if you say well i may not be the best dancer but i mm -hmm. know how to move i will go i will see what happens and if it's not mm -hmm. good i just go back and that's it what's the worst thing that can happen Mm -hmm. no. and like there's a few things within that it's like <clears throat> first of all that's a projection of the person's fear that's telling you like what are you doing you know and then it can also be a reflection of the fear that you have within yourself that the outside world is reflecting back to you and it's just like what are you going to listen to are you going to listen to the fear and shut down this amazing opportunity that you feel driven to do or you're going to have the balls and go do it. And it's just like, you know, I had uh, an experience of that right before the world shut down. Um, I was organizing an amazing experience in Costa Rica. We hired an island and um, to do a transformational experience. And this is as the world's like, oh, there's a pandemic happening. And my friend was like, you shouldn't go. There's a pandemic happening. I'm like, fuck the pandemic. I'm going. <laughs> and um, this is back in 2020. And it was really unusual because normally whenever I go abroad, I'm gone for at least a month, minimum, minimum, a month to three months I'm gone. And um, I literally booked my ticket for two weeks. This is in Costa Rica and Sacramento. Mm. And that's unheard of. I've never done that ever in 10 years of travel. I've never gone 40 hours up the road to only go for two weeks ever. And I was landing back in Australia as we had to self-isolate when the world, you know, closed in on itself. And it's like, if I had have ignored my intuition and listened to my dear friend who has my best interests at heart, which she does, I would have missed out on that trip yeah. because I let her fear override my knowing of fuck of the pandemic. I'm going to go on this trip. My intuition knew that I, I would be okay. And my intuition knew to only go for two weeks. Yeah. Which again is unheard of. And it's just like, because I trust that because I trust my intrinsic knowing I was safe and I got home safe. Yeah. I didn't get stuck, you know? So it's just like, even when the outside world is telling you you're going mad or telling you, no, you shouldn't do that, but your, in, your instincts are like, fuck that, I trust me. And it's just like, that's the key right there. Listening to your gut, listening to your heart, listening to your instincts, no matter even if it's like, that doesn't make any logical sense. It's like <laughs> the instincts know more than logic. 
the instincts can see. It's almost like your instincts have that bird's eye view, the eagle eye view, where we're down here and we can only see like a few steps in front of us. It knows. It sees. <laughs> yeah. And that that's the, the connection, I think, to that higher energy that we mm -hmm. that we have as we are children, for example. I have yeah. a daughter, uh, she's eight years old, and yeah. she's uh She's very, very intuitive in many ways. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But when whenever she wants to express something or to do something or to say something, I really, really try to encourage her to, to say the things because sometimes mm -hmm. also many adults have already told her how to behave in certain situations mm -hmm. or what to do in certain situations. And all of those kind of restrictions that some of them, can't be explained and some of them are just fear mm -hmm. are, are the ones that that make us adults that need validation that look mm -hmm. for that validation and that mm -hmm. safety from other people but not safety from us exactly and yes. now that you mentioned also the what happened in two years or almost three years ago with that pandemic It was, for example, many people here also was scared and, and was preparing and was buying things like crazy. And I said, what is this? This is just madness. It, it is something that, first of all, is, well, this is just my own personal opinion, is something that is created, is fear. Mm. They are selling you the fear. They are telling mm. you what to do. They are... Mm -hmm attacking your brain and mm. giving you the mm -hmm. benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. of well you don't want to listen be and die almost they that's mm -hmm. what they said no get mm -hmm. out and die and that's it and whenever you trust in that of course that you are going to die because you are telling your body to depress yourself you are telling mm. your body the opposite messages of what is immunity immunity mm -hmm. is trust in yourself immunity mm -hmm. your immune system is activated when you are in love in love with yourself mm -hmm. when you are in love in balance with your own uh, strength with your with your own um homeostasis inside of you which is the the equilibrium of of yourself, knowing that you exercise, knowing that you are healthy, knowing that you are strong. This is just going to be a disease that is going to come and go. And that's it. If you mm -hmm. think like that, the possibilities of being infected are less and the possibilities of being infected and just having some kind of symptoms and pass through the disease is much better than if you are afraid and trying mm -hmm. to protect all the time and trying to not touch many things or trying to just be very, very scared. So that um, fear imbued by the media, by all of those uh, corporations is what make us weak. So trusting us and, and as you mentioned, trusting yourself that you were going to be safe Just two weeks before the world closes, for many, many people, I know that 
that would have been crazy. And <laughs> it's not crazy. It's just trusting you. It's just trusting yeah. that you were going to be immune. If anything exactly. happened in between, you were going to be immune and safe to return. And that's it. Exactly. And yeah. I was. And that's the beauty, right? When you don't listen to people telling you what to do and dictate to you like oh don't do that like even my dear friend who I love and I trust and I know she has my best interests at heart but you know I was just like mm -mm. no <laughs> I know better than you right now <laughs> whereas if I was uncertain in myself about it I wouldn't have gone you know and it's like having the courage to say even if I wanted to go but my intuition was like don't I wouldn't have gone like you know things have opened up here but I just I have felt not to travel you know hmm. my body is saying ground stay which for the traveler and and I trust that even though like I would love to go to Bali. I would love to go and jump on a plane. Like, that's my free spirit, right? But something intrinsically within me is saying, just stay grounded, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and that's the beauty, right? Everything everything is fluid. Everything is always change, changing. But if we remain rigid and stagnated in like, all right, I need to go to the gym at 6 a.m. every day and I need to like, eat only this food and eat only that and not do that and not and it's just like even my body is tensing up saying that it's just like well sometimes our body needs to rest like I love going to the gym I love it um but some days I'm just too tired yeah so I rest sometimes some weeks I'll take a week off and that's okay because I know um, my body is depleted and I know that I can't do it and that's okay because I know next week I'll be rejuvenated and have the energy to go back. And I think people get lost in the regiment. They get lost in like the routine and they get lost in, in life and everybody else having influence on around them rather than like, <laughs> how do I feel? What do I need? Like, and just really tuning in to your energy field and tuning into your body and just tuning into, I'm always hearing like your, your five pillars as well. It's just like, what does my whole body need in this moment? You know? Yeah. Is it to go to the gym? Is it to rest? Is it to go swim? Like, what is it? <laughs> what does your body need? And it's okay if it changes, you know? Of course, of course. Um, yeah. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful way to, I think, summarize everything that we have talked because mm -hmm. it's just making those simple questions um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to yourself, not to anyone yeah. else, not no. validating. <laughs> it's just knowing that when you need a nap, you need a nap and that's it. Yeah. Even if, Simple. how are you going to sleep at 3 p.m.? Because I want to, because I need to. I'm so tired. <laughs> yes, I'm tired and this is going to recover. And, <laughs> or 
I want to watch a game of football or whatever. And that's yeah. what I need right now. That's something yeah. that I want to do. And that's it. I don't have to explain things or schedules or anything to anyone else. And we are used to explaining. We are used to giving reasons for mm -hmm. what we do. And that's mm -hmm. what constrict us many times. And the opposite is what you are saying is the questions are to you mm -hmm. and the answers come mm -hmm. from you. No, exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. Very, I love that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for this, this amazing conversation. And I just want to, to round up with one, one thing that you can just tell the people and the audience uh, to help them to pay more attention to the quantum life. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. It is by feeling, mm. by getting out of the logical structured mind and feel like what's true for you and having the courage to say yes or no. You know, whatever, whatever that is, you know. Yeah. And stop appealing people and honor your truth. And people will either meet you there or they, or they won't, you know. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is to just honor yourself and while, honor what feels right for you. Yeah. Thank you. Ray. And that's where, that's where the magic happens. Yes, that's where it happens. <laughs> Thank you. And how can people um, contact you, or what is the be best way to contact you if they want your help to unpeel the layers? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> um, they can find me on LinkedIn um, or uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram. But uh, yeah. Just Google my name and you'll find me. Whoever's ready to find me will find me. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, we are going to put your best link uh, in the show notes. So yes, cool. that's what we are going to do. And thank you, everyone, for listening, for paying attention, for being here with us. And remember that 2023 can be your best year if you really want to. So... Pay attention to your quantum life and subscribe to the program that I'm going to release next year. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rachel. It was a beautiful talk. No worries. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode and integrating with this community to cultivate more awareness and consciousness in your inner health to create a new generation of humans. If you want more tools to grow your inner health with science and spirituality merch, visit www.davidortegab.com. Remember that you can subscribe to become a premium member and receive plenty of benefits in all five areas of your life. Nutrition, metabolism, emotional resilience, consciousness and abundance, 